Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's that time of the week again, the Rugby League Rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL talk. And tonight we kick things off with Mr. Gossip, absent last week. Uh, here it was coming from both ends, champion. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful way to start. Yeah. Oh, may, as well, may as well get rid of the pleasantries. That's exactly what was going down. <laughs> I hear it's a good diet. I hear it's a good diet. You 10 kilos lighter this week? I am, mate. I felt like George Rose was sitting on me for a couple of days. Ooh. But, yeah, feel, feel, feel better now. Um, definitely feel better than uh, the referee's boss at the moment. I've got to say, the weekend was pretty, pretty, how's your father, especially on Saturday? Mm, yeah, she wasn't good. She was not good at all. Uh, especially that the Storm game and uh, that few, first few Titans tries I thought were tries, but... Um, yeah, how the, hell, how the hell did they get the first one wrong? Yeah. I, I, I sitting there no scratching idea. my head going, what, what, are you, what more evidence do you need to see that he was onside and he clearly grounded the ball? I... It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. The, t- the two takes on the are you double. Gonna, are you going to make an excuse? The two takes right. on the double movement both surprised me as well. Ethan Lowe's oh, one and the Glasby one. I, I didn't have a problem with either of them, but if Lowe's was a try, 100% Glasby's was a try. They were both tries. Both tries. Anyone that watches footy knows they're both tries. Yeah, well, we've also with two touch That's judges, right. two referees, and a video ref, no, they didn't check the Chase Blair one. Slow motion. Well, they didn't even check, check the Chase Blair in time of appeal, and I couldn't believe that. Oh, well, yeah, and then they. They want to go to the video for everything, and then they don't check that. Yeah, so. ridiculous. Mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm old school. It's you know, I usually look at the swings and roundabouts. One week it goes boy, and one week it goes next year. But on Saturday, I was I was bewildered. Yeah, I was but, yeah, well, well, it, well, it doesn't. Eh? It doesn't like because now who you know, whoever has that happen to them this weekend is in you know a team that. Uh, might not or might look to have got a hand to the ball, which I, I, I thought, oh, Tottenham probably did get a hand to the ball. But you know yeah. what? We check so much. Why not check that? You know, this weekend, everything will be checked. That, that'll be the difference, you know? Like, you know, like, yeah, my there's, there's a line there. Yeah. They spent two minutes checking on a no try to see how they're going to restart, but you won't check a possible try, That's what I'm which saying. is actually That's not what I'm saying. So this weekend, what will happen is we'll, we'll be checking for every bloody restart because they, they'll be overcautious. Yeah. You know yeah, we just can't find a happy medium with the referees. Mm. Well, not much. We're already talking about the refs. I think I think there should just be a time limit, time limit on video referee decisions. I'll be happy with that. Just say like right from when the when the referee sends it up, you've got one minute, or you've got three different camera angles you can look at once, and that's it. Make a decision. Yeah. Just to speed the game up a little bit. That's the issue with the video referee. So yeah, we'll get off my referent. Yeah, well, off the referees, obviously not too much gossip going on at this time of the year, champion, but uh, you got anything for us? Yeah, I do. Um, I guess today uh, the big one with the Roosters announcing uh, the re-signing of uh, Jared Hargraves, which is which is good for them. It's a two-year deal. Um, I know he was talking with other clubs 
early last year, um, but sort of made his intentions well known to everybody that he wanted to be one club man. And the Roosters, as we know, can always find that brown paper bag to keep him. So good for him, I guess. Good for the game. Yeah, no real surprise. I think the the Canberra deal was the big one we all heard about, and that obviously uh, didn't go through. He, he didn't bite on that. I heard that Manly had a really late crack uh, afterwards, just happened with Foreman, but obviously that didn't come true either. So uh, good signing by the Roosters. Yeah, well, yeah. the writing was on the wall, wasn't it? He came out last week and said that he was going to, yeah, probably going to stay. So no surprise. If I could have any, or not, well, no, what's available? Contract, I would say, but then again, I mean, throw some money and people can jump clubs. I've seen that before. Yeah. Well, I think Norman would be of interest if he was going to be released. But the word coming out of Parramatta is that uh, they're trying to keep Hopwadi, Norman, Sandow, and Fire. Yeah, they'll just move Norman to fullback. He wants right? to keep everybody. So yeah. uh, if Norman became Maybe available, if goes, it'll be Sandow because he's off contract. And he's uh, on probably they, a they said that is. foreign. That's who foreign wants to play with. So I doubt Arthur's yeah, going to get I said if anyone was going to go, I don't think Norman will go. Norman's been almost man of the match the first two games. Yeah, well, Sandow was pretty good week one. Yeah, he is. But I think Sandow, got their player of the year last year. Sandow's probably um, shown the potential to be more inconsistent with his performances than what probably Norman has. But uh, it's split, you're splitting heads because they're both playing pretty good footy. Well, I mean, the other night you saw Sand, the potential for Sandow to. Things to go pear shaped. He chip and chased in his own thirty and duffed it, and Bulldogs got the ball and scored. Like so, when things aren't going his way, I just don't, I think he lacks the composure that you need. You have got to pair him with the right person, but yeah, you pair him with Foran. It's a good good partnership, especially yeah. if you're going to move. Well, that's my other. You're going to move Norman to fullback. That's my other issue sense. with Norman and Foran. They both tend to basically only play on the left hand side, and, and they're both pretty straight up and down. I think you need someone who adds no, a little bit of spark and creativity. Put Norman to fullback and just let him float. Well, I think Hopawada is too good at fullback for you to put Norman. I think Hopawada is too good defensively to not have him in the front line. Nah, I think he's too good at the back. I reckon he's great. I'd rather leave him there. He's an actual fullback. He's come up as one. No, I disagree. If, I, you, I, if you can keep him all on your side, I'd keep him all on your side. If you're going to go off halves that are available on the market, though, you've got Hodkinson. Uh, Maloney's available right now, like we said, about Carney supposedly having an opportunity to come back. I think the upside there and the reason I'd be willing to inquire, as we've said the other week, uh, the NRL probably should stop it after all the indiscretions, but they probably won't have a chance, is if you're manly, I don't think you have to overpay for Carney. Or if you're going to offer up decent money, uh, you don't have to. I don't think you'd have to guarantee all of it. I reckon you'd set out some stipulations to deal with alcohol and all the rest of it, and if he fell over his own feet, well, then too bad. But I just think it's a stupid signing. I, I, I wouldn't touch him. I'd bring Carney. They've, they've had enough bloody drama as is. I'd, I'd, I'd be keeping right off him. Um, I'd probably be going after Maloney. Uh, if I was Manly, and then you know Hawkinson, so you just up. need someone to complement. Caesar's still hanging out there. Oh, he keeps saying it. He's, well, he's, he's available. He won't be so until around. he signs his contract. Well, they're saying he's on the Kane that, That's the one that I'm hearing around the traps. I heard it over the weekend. A few people said it to me that I reckon that he's um, he's going to come down and play for Manly next year. So it wouldn't surprise me, especially if the Titans do keep Caesar. Uh, next year's 2016, but Gallant definitely wants to go to the UK 
league. Um, so Riolo's got to weigh up what options are on the table for him. Um, I'll take a guess here and say they'll be at the Catalans, but that's just a guess from my point of view. But uh, look, it's good for Gal. I guess he's going to be one club man, but um, has he got one more year left in him, lads? Yeah. The first two weeks, he's still put up absolutely ridiculous numbers. I think week one, he was close to 200 and on the Friday night game, which was a bludger. He had 24 carries and made 30-something tackles. If George Rose can still get a jersey every yeah, week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's uh, no doubt about that. I think they were saying that they've seen the Warrington and Leeds boss or something out here this week. There was Saint a couple Helens, of... The uh, Helens bloke was, is here. A couple of football bosses. He was at Penrith the first, for the first round. So they, they said they were out here talking to Riala as well. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of good clubs over there, but if you went to St. Helens... You should or, go play for Marwin. You can play for Kukash. Kukash, play for the money. Oh, yeah. Do whatever you want. I'd be cashing in big time, baby. Kukash, you'd pay the dollar too. <laughs> he, he loves the dollar. Now, boys, the last one I've got for tonight, and it's been hot on the emails this week, uh, especially from Raiders fans, getting mail that the Raiders are in talks with James Tamo, so... Um, as, I said, <laughs> yeah. as I said, it's from Raiders fans, but there's quite a few. Um, sometimes with this well, there's five. But R- Ricky Stewart. Mention, Ricky Stewart is the bloke who did flip him to New South Wales and Australia by guaranteeing the kangaroos jersey. So. I reckon um, Greggy, Greggy Bird will end up down in Canberra. G Bird. Oh, G Bird's going back to Newcastle. Really? Yeah, going back to Maitland. He'll end up with his pal, Ricky. Sticky. Robbie will go there too. Get Robbie. Get a Robbie. Robbie Bray. Robbie Bray. Have all of them together. Yeah. Have a party. Oh, honestly, looking at it again, uh, some of the kids that have come in, you see Bateman the last few weeks, Kennedy, Vaughan, Fenceman, he's healthy. They don't they, need props, do And they? then the few blokes, no, they don't need props. Boydie's there. Uh, they're probably going to let, uh, you know, Shillington go at the end of this year. They've got enough coming through. Maybe, like, one more prop. But, yeah, I'll tell you who's really impressed me looking at them the first two weeks. See, Sal Viola. He's going good. He, uh, I didn't mind him when he was here. He used to have shocking hands. But he's come back. He's been an absolute killer the yeah. first two weeks. And Papali, he's suited wearing the number 10. Because I'll tell you two what, weeks in. the extra timber he's carrying right now, he shouldn't be playing in the back row. Yeah. Two so, weeks in, but... I don't think they need to go by front row. I think they're fine with what they've got. Yeah. Two weeks in. the front row, was that? Oh, well, that all your gossip, champion? Well, uh, Brock, he's got to take a time out for this section because due to his position, he's barred from all betting, tipping and all, all those fun things that the rest of us can sin and play on. So, yeah. gossip, mate, tips, it's just me and you. Uh, we're going to do the williamhill.com odds as we go. For everyone out there that's still confused, formerly known as sportingbet.com, uh, it's driven by William Hill, which is the big company, but they have Cenobet, Tom Waterhouse under their banner, and Sportingbet, obviously now the main banner is William Hill. Dot com, but we start things Friday night. Uh, it's at Brookvale. It's the Manly Seagulls versus the Bulldogs. Gossip, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, it's going to be a tough one, I think, Lance. Um, wow, I think I'm going to stick with the Dogs. Um, I mean, they were brilliant against the Eels, although the Eels were hit with a few injuries in that game. Um, Manly, I think they won that game against the Storm just on pure um, adrenaline and passion from the week they'd had. Yeah, well, I'm going to stick with the Bulldogs as well. I, I didn't mind what I saw last week. I think, to be honest, and I've said this a hundred times, they look better with Moses and Bynum there because he's actually a football player, not just a, you know, a grub flying around the field trying to cause drama and hit people and dog shot people. He's actually a decent <laughs> footballer. So um, yeah. I thought him and him and Hodkinson, he made Hodkinson look a lot better. He had a pretty good game. Yeah, absolutely. It's going, to be a, night, it's so. going to be a test for Manly's forward pack, mm-hmm. definitely, because Canterbury is so big. Um, and Manly, it was interesting, I was... Was it Sunday Triple M NRL? I think um, Paul Kent said that 
Kieran Foran had spoken to Mitchell Pearce after a trial, and Mitchell Pearce, uh, yeah, said to Foran, you know, it's going to be a really, really long year for you guys because the Roosters forwards apparently just ran all over Manly in the trial. So um, that sort of stuck in my mind, uh, you know, coming out of the weekend's game. Big forwards. Um, yeah, and the Doggies, they've probably got the biggest forward pack in the comp. So mm. it, it's a clash of styles. And it's a brookie at yeah. the tops. Well, WilliamHill.com odds for that game. Manly, they are at home, but they are not the favourites. They're $2 outsiders. The Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, they're $1.80. The line, minus one and a half there. Uh, one to 12, I think, would probably be your best bet on this game. I can't even really see the dogs blowing them out. Uh, but you get $3.45 for the dogs, three sixty five for Manly. But if you like the 12 and a half start uh, on Manly, that's probably one of your better bets. You get about $1.29 there. But we move on to the second game, the Friday night game as well. It's uh, Big Brother versus Little Brother, the Brisbane Broncos versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, the Broncos grabbed a win last week in one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. The Cowboys, typical... <laughs> was, typical <laughs> it was dreadful. Typical, I'm thinking about slip my wrist. Oh, mate. And, and typical start by the Cowboys. They offer so much. This year they've said, oh, we've all had a pre-season. Well, I'll tell you what, you should not have a pre-season because you're doing it even worse than you usually. the headline in the paper after the first week. Like, you guys stink or you guys suck or something Tops. like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just just going, uh, but they, they, they build you up just to let... Yeah, yeah, they build they you up. They always start slow. They know, always start slow. It's a killer. It's, it's not it? the Warriors. They always start slow. Yeah. Well, uh, it's at Suncorp Stadium. I know I don't really care. I still think they look pretty awful. I'm going to keep tipping the Cowboys until they grab a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I've got to go to the Cowboys as well. I can't see the number from three. Um... Yeah, it was it's, a, it's hard to get a form line through. It. It's hard to get a form line through, right? Yeah. Sort of look at it and go, Brisbane, I, I don't know. Like, they played South and they, they got hammered. Um, and then you look at, I mean, the Roosters towered up North Queensland. I, I don't know. Yeah, and then South, South just beat the Roosters. So I guess you can sort of get a line through it in, in that regard. But, yeah, I don't know. Really tough game. But I'm looking forward to it. Like we've got two really good rivalry games on Friday night. It's going to be tops. Yeah, it's always a good game. Uh, Gossip, who are you on, champion? Cowboys. Cows. Uh, yeah. The one for me there, I looked at, he's already aborted the halfback plan. He said in, in the preseason, we've got our spine sorted, we're going forward. He's already knifed Louis. Who's this? Two games in, uh, Paul Green. Oh, is Louis gone? Louis's gone. Who's he's put, He's pushed Morgan back up and he's put Kurt at fullback. Oh, wow. So he's already pulled the pin. Wow. He's talked a big game in the preseason that his spine was settled and he's already knifed Louis. Dean Ganane gave him a call. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dean Ganane. <laughs> oh, mate. Hey, all I can say <laughs> is... Yeah. <laughs> Don't, get rid of number seven. Don't say things you don't mean. Two weeks in, he's already pulled the knife out and gone, well, yeah, we got our spine, we're fine. Tell you what, he was so angry in that press conference. Yeah, good. I loved it. Oh, I loved it too. It was yeah, tops. Absolutely. He looked like he was going to have a two-view moment, but he held it back. He should have. He should have. <laughs> I was him. hoping the NRL would still find him 10 grand and then have him go, oh, I wish I would have unleashed. You know, I'll tell you what, and I've got to bring that up while we're here. When, when two-view got the huddle on the field and blew up, I was about to throw me TV. I was all jacked up. I was like, angry Jeff, there he is. He lost it. He loves it. <laughs> oh, it was tops. Uh, and the William Hill odds for that game, the Brisbane Broncos, they are favourites at home, $1.80. The Cowboys, $2 outsiders, minus one and a half. The same line before gets you $1.90. Again, I think one to 12 is probably the pick of the line here. I can't see either of them blowing each other out. So Brisbane, $3.45. North Queensland gets you three sixty-five. But Saturday starts off in New Zealand at Mount Smart Stadium. It is the Warriors versus the Parramatta Seal. Uh, Rad Radra, he's gone. Champion, gone, new edge. They've got Ryan Morgan and Tautai. 
Yeah, so you didn't bring up Faleo like you wanted. Bit disappointed because I, I did the game on the weekend, the New South Wales Cup game, and their two best players, or their three best players, all could have filled in those spots were Fabian Goodall from their 20s. He absolutely murdered everyone in the centres. Johnny Faleo was just rock solid on his edge, scored a try as well. And the other one was the pommy bloke, Ben Crooks. He had a ripper of a game. He played on the sting, but he was involved in everything. He jumped in at fullback. Fomitautai played fullback on the weekend. Uh, they played the Tigers, who beat them, and they were a very good side, the New South Wales Cup. I, I like the Tigers. They were a very good side. but um, They're underrated. I couldn't believe it. Like, Tautai played fullback. After 40 minutes, he wasn't going back taking kicks because he plays on the wing. He didn't have the gas tank. So, going off that game, I'm very surprised. And Ryan Morgan, we've seen it before. He comes up. He's good in attack. He put the afterburners on a few times in the weekend, but he just gets bullied in defence. He's too small. So, uh, yeah, a bit surprised there. The Warriors, they come in exactly the same. So, in that and being at home, I'm going to back the Warriors. Tough for Parramatta to win here. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think, I think if, it, if, the, if the Eels were at home, you'd give them a slight chance. But in New Zealand, you've got to tip the Warriors. But then again, the, the, the game of the Warriors are meant to win. They never usually do. But that wouldn't surprise me. But I'll stick with the Warriors. Well, first, well, their first home game is always in at the Warriors. Yeah, and th- yeah. Th- this Parramatta game... Just look, they look drained already, don't they? Like, yeah, they've well, gone from Marawa. first week being world beaters, and then now they're... They're busted. Like they've lost well, Ferrara, their leading try scorer. They've champion, lost champion. They've lost... Is he on that edge? No, champion's not on that no, edge. Top rank is on that edge. But so they're going to have to. They've sort of up. lost a piece on each edge. And then, as you said, um, Sandow's fifty-fifty. Morello's playing Morello, with a busted shoulder. Busted. That's not good. Kenny Edwards, who was great from last year, couldn't even start the season with an ACL injury. Paulie Paul has hurt his shoulder. He can't even come up for eight more weeks. Yeah. Uh, they've lost six or seven first-grade quality players before they've even got going. Tough, but so you know. Yeah. You just don't know. Hard start to the year as far as things go uh, for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, we've both gone the Warriors there. The odds from WilliamHill.com. The Warriors, heavy favourites at home. $1.38. The Parramatta Eels are $3.10. The line, minus eight, gets you $1.91. Uh, to be honest, I, I smell a bit of a Warriors bloodbath at home and things getting a bit crazy. 13 plus at $2.35 looks appealing to me. But, uh, yeah, that's just my thought. We go Saturday, J.O. Stadium in Canberra versus the Dragons, who broke... The hoodoo last year, but the way they're playing right now, I'm not even going to go into great discussion. Whether Whiten's playing or not, I'm back in Canberra at home to beat the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, well, you've, you've got to go the Raiders, I'd say. Gee, the Dragons were disappointing again. Just, I, I thought the Harvards were so terrible on Monday night. They just didn't follow the forwards through. Mm. Every time, even, even Merrin, when he hit the line, his legs were pumping and tried to do an offload and the halves were 10-15 metres back. Well, so, I tell you how I feel... A few times he blew up last night too. Good. Yeah, I, I noticed I'll tell you I feel sorry for him. Gossip, like he'd sort of get get through the line, get his arm free and no one would be there and he was just blowing for, up. For the bloke, they're all going, oh, we question his commitment. He's been good the last two weeks and the other one I feel sorry for is Mike Cooper. The bloke... They both should be starting. The bloke is an absolute They both should gun. be starting. He can come to Melbourne any day of the week. Yeah. He goes like a champion. Yeah. But, um, I don't know why the halves aren't following up the middle. It's, it's because the... They're, they're too worried about setting their structures on the outside, but even the structure on the outside isn't working. Structure's been awful. If, mm. if you were there tomorrow, I know they're struggling for money, but Christ, they've got to be able to do something better with that roster. They, they like, Dugan out for them is like John's oh, out for Newcastle, Fittler out for the Roosters. Just all their creativity just goes 
and and they're yeah, they're, trying to play they're, the back, and, yeah, they're yeah. threat of a line break. Like who's breaking the line for him? No, nah, nobody. If he's not there, I'd say the the other one who's impressed me and train. I mean, if he gets quick, he impressed me too in the Indigenous game in the back end of last year once he figured out what he wanted to do. Joel Thompson. He's, he's tough, Joel Thompson. He's just hard. He runs like an absolute bastard every time he gets to football. But same thing, like he's not he's not really going to give you a line break. He's not going to be creative. Crea- like, I think but if, if, you, if you sent me in there tomorrow, though... I'm not though, bagging him. And, I'm saying like he's a good player, but they've got like, yeah. too many dudes that are the same. But I'm just saying, if you sent me there tomorrow and said I was going to flip that roster, I'd only keep about seven or eight players, but I'd keep him. Joel mm. Thompson would be one of the blokes I'd keep because he's just got the right mentality. I think people like DeBellin you haven't seen much of... Uh, you know, there's a couple of dudes. Cray's not playing at the moment. I think that Roy Blind's a bit slow. George Rose is just not a first grader. There's a couple of dudes there that just need to go. They need an absolute and you, and you let probably your best outside back go in Brett Morris. They did. They stripped themselves down. And poor old Nightingale's another one I feel sorry for. He's given such good service. And you've looked at him the first two weeks. And then last night summed up with that play the ball into the Tigers player's head and he's picked it up. And he picked it up. <laughs> <man. laughs> I loved that the ref said, play on. It was watching Dugan's face on the Oh, yeah. tunnel, tunnel ball, but tunnel the tunnel ball. was blocked. I would pick it up and run myself. <laughs> oh, I was laughing from Oscar with Captain Morgan all over the sofa. Oh, oh, yeah. tough. oh. No wonder you were sick last <laughs> week. It was alcohol poisoning. That's Mrs. Why. Gossett came in and gave me the rounds of the kitchen. I had to give him the sniffing salt to get him yeah, off the couch. And then she had a go at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got on the Roger David, had a crack. Yeah. Uh, well, back to the WilliamHill.com odds. Canberra, no surprise. Favourites at home, $1.65. The Dragons get the offer of two dollars twenty-five. There, line minus three and a half gets you a dollar ninety-one. Uh, again, you know what? Uh, even without White and I, I have a feeling a bit of the green machine at home with the Hoodoo thirteen plus. I like it at three dollars twenty. Couple of blowouts, but uh, Saturday again, Amy Park, the Melbourne Storm. They go home for the first time this season to play the Cronulla Sharks. Um, week one, not overly impressive, but a couple of guys with no preseason: Smith, Cronk. Slater fresh off surgery, green looking to fit in. Last week I was happy despite the bad calls purely for the fact that we almost won that game after going down by 18. Filthy about the way we considered those tries, but given the circumstances with the points, I was happy we fought our way back. And Give Green um, a blue jersey. Blake Green, he, he played pretty well. He got burned a few times on the outside of defence, not the quickest man in the world, but he looked a lot better with the football. They were, they were two pretty good tries. So uh, At home, same kind of deal. Melbourne at Melbourne, I have to go with Melbourne. I'll tell you what, there's enough forwards there. I think there's time for a bit of a reshuffle. I'd let Valentine play at the back because he can ball play a little bit where Gordon can't. Uh, fling Gordon up onto a wing, let him rotate a little bit, bring the footy back. I'd push Wade Graham to six at the moment. Ben Barber's absolutely terrible. They need somebody who can actually do something with a football. I'll tell you what I found, found really interesting. Again, on Sunday, Triple M and RL, Gallen said that Shane Flanagan was already back to the drawing board with their attack. Yeah, 100%. That was a bit of a worry. Mate, at the moment, their attack's two people. Andrew Feeder and Paul Gallon are just <laughs> busting tackles. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you threw them in any other side, like with a decent decent Mate, pair of halves, they'd be scoring Give, give them to Manly or like South with the Burt or anyone like that. The Roosters, good luck. Because, yeah, you, you look at them and go, wow, they're rolling, Cronulla, and then they just... That's because they, they should just base their set off two carries from those two and a kick. Just one, two. They call it Galfief. Galfief, Galfief. Give them two carries apiece and punch one in the corner. But Benny Barber, dead set... Where did he go? Where does he learn how to kick? I, he never had to kick when I watched him play half. Do I have the... to say this again? Yeah. Do I have to say it again? So he's not a half. No, he's not. Stop putting but fullbacks. Exactly what I was about at to half. say. 
He come oh, up the grades. Through, through, he come through as a six, but the diff thing was oh. they just put in there like they did with Jennings back in the day for school footy and that to get the foot in his hands because he just ran around everyone. I've never seen him kick a football now, I know why. They gave the ball to Wade Graham. He put a couple of cork kicks in. They're better off just putting him at six. It's different when you get to the NRL. Yeah. It's the elite level, guys. The elite level the for elite the players. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I think uh, Melbourne, Melbourne gossip, you on the storm? Yeah. Yeah, well, question marks over with a Finucane, two weeks and oh, he's up on charge. Good boy. Getting in there, getting rough. <laughs> he's my favourite player. Oh, he's such a dirty little bastard. Him, him like he's such a grinder. He's tough. Like green, give me a blue shirt. And I love the headband too. The headband just says I'm going to Tommy Tucker. Aaron, is Aaron Woods wearing a sweatband? Nah. His hair he's can't he's be just got, No, he's nah, got that much hair. His hair can't be... No, it can't be. It is taped. Seriously, watch it last night. I did. He pulls it back he on. He readjusts it and pulls it back on. Right, that's what happens when you've got that much hair. I love it. It's got back tape on. I know. Email the fifth and last podcast. I want to know, mate. It's not. It's just his hair. I've got a couple of connections. Last night, I was I'm having, asking the question. I was having a great time on the biblicals oh, last night. Go Jesus, and then they'll pass. It's a bloody sweatband. It's not tape. Well, it looked like Jesus crashing in, and then they'll pass into Moses. I'm like, Jesus is a partner C for Moses, and he's taking the attack on. I'm like, this is tops. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus partner C for Moses. Uh, all right, well, back to uh, you know focusing up on things here. The WilliamHill.com odds. Uh, in the Melbourne Storm, they're dollar twenty-seven favourites at home. Heavy favourites, three dollars eighty. About the Sharks, minus ten. There's some big lines this week. Um, this one again, I'm still kind of feeling more of a one to twelve on Melbourne at the moment. Still not quite clicking into gear, but I'm backing them. Two dollars ninety-five there if you like that. The Sharkies, if you think they can make another toilet bowl of a game and drag a win out of it, one to twelve gets you five dollars twenty-five. But on to Sunday, South versus the Tigers. This one surprised a lot of people last year when the Tigers just gave it to them. Gave it to the Burgesses, started a couple of stinks and got a W. Uh, I'm not too sure if we're going to get that again this year. But the way South played last week, I'm just going to tip South till they lose. Yeah, I remember that game last year. Tigers, their line speed was just really quick up in their face. But uh, I don't think that'll work so much this year. They've got more ball-playing back rowers now, the Rabbitohs. But look, I'd love to tip the Tigers. Um, Do I've it. My <laughs> this year, but <laughs> but I've, you've got to stick with the Rabbitohs with the form they're on, but I don't think they're not too far away from a shitty performance. All I can say <laughs> is I'm absolutely stuck. I gave Kira up a couple of years ago, and when you like back most kids in, like this is one I was absolutely adamant about. He's a gun. On the weekend, he cut them to pieces. That nice pass at the start for Walker, and then the run late in the game, and twice Sam Moa pretty much smashed him through the floor into China. He just doesn't care. He's a midget, but he, just has, he has zero care factor or tolerance for his own safety. The bloke's nuts. Yeah. Post his house, but he does. But he's a gun. He's a very good footballer. Uh, him and Reynolds. It was funny how when Reynolds went off, they conceded all those points, and then uh, he comes back on, and they just seem to click back into gear. I like, thought that uh, I can't blame their halves. Are, no, I'm not blaming Reynolds. I, I just, blame Joel Reddy. Joel Reddy, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> what about he's that talk? After Sit, no, you can't let the ball. Seriously, down. you're a first grader. Yeah, he right. said maybe if I let this go, it'll just work itself out. It went swung ten meters right. to the left. Did the shame one to Alex Stewart, popped up the Tupo's heads, and then he was running like the house was on well, fire. I can, gar- oh, crap. I can guarantee you one thing. Michael McGuire's had a word with him. I can guarantee you one thing. <laughs> Every team should just be going, why the hell will we weren't putting torpies up to Joel Reddy straight away? As soon as you see Joel Reddy on your sheet, you should be going, yeah, just kick to his side, his side only. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. He's giving him a I'm staying there. <laughs> oh, tops. Well, we're both going south. Uh, the odds there from WilliamHill.com. South Sydney, a dollar twenty favourites, heavy favourites. West Tigers, four dollars sixty-five. A dollar ninety-one. 
12 and a half is the line. That's a pretty decent line. I think I'd take that on the, the Tigers off their first two games at $1.91. I feel like I'm 1 to 12, you get $6.10. That's absolutely ginormous. That's uh, yeah, that's that's fairly impressive. But on to the Titans. <laughs> all the bad boys are back. Devil inside. Devil inside. Get them all in there. The Birdman, Taylor, Falunzi. I'm surprised you didn't just chuck them all in there and have a reunion. Oh, Jesus. They won't have a, they won't have a try line once they're doing the warm up. They'll be doing their up downs and they'll look after the try line and be missing because they're snuffed up and up. Oh, you didn't score a try, right? Nah. You could see it, plenty. Well, we bloody should have. We got ruined by the video refs early on. Should have been up twelve 0 Oh, the Titans, the Titans, the Titans. Even those players back in, uh, I like what I've seen from Newcastle the first two weeks playing pretty yeah, loose. Bring it on, Newcastle. So I'm, I'm going to back the Knights. Bring it on, Cousin Gary. Cousin Gary raps to you, son. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time you're ever going to hear me yeah. give them a you've positive rap. Newcastle, he's just taking his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's running around the house. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the upset. Yeah, of course you are. I knew you would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the boys are back in town. They probably owe them a bit of payback as well. They um, they beat Newcastle (laughs) and Alex McKinnon round last year, so yeah, bit of payback's due. Yeah, you touched on before those two tries by the Titans against the Panthers that were disallowed. They'll definitely try both of them. Could have been a different game. It could have given them the confidence to go on with that game. Who knows? It wouldn't. uh, It wouldn't have been forty nil. I'll give you the tip. Well, that's it. Wouldn't have been forty nil. The Panthers might have played a different style of game to to pitch them back. You've been talking about. What is, but um, yeah. I think mean, the Titans, they've they played Robert for the first round. They showed a lot of ticker. They'll be embarrassed by the performance against the Panthers. They've got their boys back. I think they're in yeah. for a I'd win. say, well, I hope they don't win for their own sake. They might end up having a bender. Of, um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not commenting on fact here. Do you reckon there'll be a bit of a, bit of a divide? Because, well, I suppose it wouldn't be because Neil Henry's gone into bat for him. But if I was one of the players, I'd be pretty filthy that they've sort of tried to keep me out. Like, like it, it seems as though. Most of the general public sort of gone the line of, well, they're innocent until proven guilty, whereas the Titans club sort of said, well, you know what, like, we sort of don't buy into that. We're just going to wait and see what comes out of the case. You know what? And then now they've appealed. Like, it's, a, I don't know. I, I, will there be any animosity, I reckon, from the players towards the club? This is their going away party. If they win this week, there's going to be that yeah. much rack flying around. It's not going to be funny. Oh. <laughs> I'll be back in court before you know it. Woo! Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've got a weird vibe. I don't know how it's going to go. It'll either go one way or the other. I reckon it'll get really interesting. I mean, if, if, if these guys are, are proven innocent, um, who knows? They mightn't have a future at the Titans anyway. Mm. So a lot of them are probably playing for their futures for other clubs. So they've got enough to play for, I think. No, I reckon you can pen Bird and Taylor gone straight away, I think. <laughs> Bird, Bird, Bird's got knife to the captaincy. He wasn't happy now through all this. I think he'll want away out and Taylor... Uh, I, don't, I don't think they were pretty keen to get rid of him anyway, even though they took him up on that option for this year, mm. which they're probably regretting. It was right interesting now. to use. Like, there was a lot of comment last week saying that you know it's about time that they signed a marquee Queenslander because <laughs> the last few years the only really well their marquee player I guess is Greg Bird, who everyone in Queensland hates. So that's why they reckon they've sort of their attendance has slipped, and you now they lost <laughs> they lost Prince and Ryder, who the bird, are, you know, <laughs> legendary Queenslanders. Yeah, but it's just like the changing of the guard. They haven't really had anyone come in to replace him. Mm. I think there might be a bit of feel in this game, boys. Sorry, hundred percent. Nate Miles might be uh, looking for a hit on uh, Bo Scott and Beckham. Words from a few Queenslanders sticking up for Jonathan Thurston this week. Oh, excellent. Um, legendary. After the um, attention he caught from Bo Scott. Um, this is round, round, so. This is Sunday night game, isn't it? Yep. That's very yep. exciting. So, 
Sunday night. Surprise me. Up on the Gold Coast, they're at home and on the WilliamHill.com odds, they're $2.10 outsiders. Newcastle Knights, $1.75 favourite. Minus two is the line, gets you $1.90. Uh, if you like the Titans to get home, probably on the 1 to 12, you get $3.70, which, uh, you know, you could feel a bit of a boil over, I suppose, if they come out and give it to them. So that's probably the one I'm looking at. But we wrap things up Monday night, another cracker game. Very early on in the season, Allianz Stadium. It's the Sydney Roosters versus the Penrith Panthers. Um, you know, I know Sal's out for a little bit, but we've seen John. We've seen Will Smith. It didn't affect them last year. That is March on. They're at that kind of stage now where they've built up depth. They're, they're able to withstand some injuries like this. We saw the Roosters last week. Uh, very early on, he pulled McKillrick and put Orbison out there. So I, I, I'm not saying that Friend would have won them that game, but you got the vibe very early that he's missing Friend a little bit. But... Um, you know, in this game... Hard game to predict. Going off um, what I've seen so far, I've really liked what I've seen of Penrith, but I'm still going to go with the Roosters, I think. Uh, I think the Fords might be able to uh, give a little bit to the Panthers. Not saying that they're, they're going to overrun them. They play uh, two different styles of football, but I think I'm going to back the Roosters. Yeah, I'll be at this game. Um, look, I, I'd love to tip the Panthers, boys, but I've got to go with the Roosters, and that's mainly because how it is. I think they're going to miss this kicking game. I think the Roosters' forward pack might just be a bit too big for the Panthers. Um, I, don't, I don't really rate Isaac John as a, a, a kicker, and Wallace isn't too much better either. So um, I think the kicking game of the Roosters will get on home. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like Isaac John. You know, the one thing going for Penrith is they've had the long turnaround uh, out of the obviously the trip to Bathurst, and then they got back on Sunday, obviously, and then they've got so yeah, Sunday to Monday turnaround. The Roosters have had a day day less. Townsville. I'm just saying, look, yeah, of course. And then the, and the Ra- Rabbitohs, that's two tough games. Yeah, so I, I just think Penrith have had the long turnaround to sort of accommodate the loss of Saud. Like, if it was only a four-day turnaround where they'd have two sessions, it'd, it'd make it tougher. But I think if you're, um, if you're a Panthers fan, I, you know, you've got to hold some sort of confidence in the fact that they're going to have eight days to sort of prepare for the loss of Saud. And then, as you said, they've they're used to playing without they've got the, halves. They've got the depth there. They've turned into the Manland Melbourne where they're starting to build that kind of culture where it's next man up. No one's sitting there yeah. going, oh, he's coming in to play, we're screwed. They're all prepared to play first grade. Yeah. That's, we're talking that's off the air. Like I'm obviously back and sort of dealing with the reserve grade NYC and some of the NY, uh, reserve New South Wales Cup players. And there's just there's an absolute stack of quality um, that aren't getting a run in either of those grades. So, uh, yeah, you're right in what you say. They've so much depth there at the moment, but the Roosters they've got quality all across the park. It's I think it's this game of the round. It's going to be a cracker. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy uh, Josh Mansell gets a run too, but I was really looking forward to the Jennings brothers um, going at it. Well, they've been named in the, the Jennings boys have been named in Cup. So yeah, well, they're meaning it's Michael though. That's what we're getting at. Yeah, 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 I understand. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, could yeah, if they really wanted to. We spoke about this earlier too, Goss. That they could have put Dallin at fullback. Moiling up to six, but on what we talk about a million times before, you don't take away from a strength to fix a weakness. Not that Dallin's not a great fullback, but he's a ball running well, fullback. We're going to know because I think Cup plays. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So but I just think see if there's any changes, you'll see. It you see game. the fact that he can chime in and help out from the back uh, helps out the halves a lot. Which you know, like you said, I, I do like Wallace and Sal, but I don't think they're the most creative two on the board. I think Moylan makes a lot of things tick. So moving up to the front line, uh, I think makes him a little less. Effective and, and Dallin's a great ball runner, not so much a ball player. So yeah, I wouldn't get tamper. there and uh, watch the twenties gossip. Yep, I'll be there, mate. Yeah, right, I'll be there nice and early. I might come and say good day. All right, mate. I'll uh, have a captain more than ready for you. 
Okay. <laughs> yes, that, that, that'd go down well. Yeah, that, that, they turn him back to the sheds after three schooners. Get him a job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, wrapping things up, the WilliamHill.com odds on this game. The Roosters, heavy favourites at $1.41. The line, minus 7.5. Uh, the Penny Panthers, outsiders, $2.95. Again, 1-12, to 12, probably more than one you're looking at if you think the pennies can get up. Uh, $4.55, so... Plenty of value there this round, so jump on board. WilliamHill.com if you're looking to have a bet on the NRL or any other sport. Mr. Gossip, thank you very much, champion. And, no uh, worries, mate. Hopefully, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the weekend. Good times. Hopefully the pennies can grab a win for you. That'd be fantastic. I'll see you at the game, lads. All right, champion. No worries, mate. A big thanks, as always, goes to Mr. Gossip. And on the back of doing the odds brought to you by William. Hill.com. We've got our other new sponsor who is on board, the NRL Profits. So if you're tired of constantly losing money to the bookies, it's time you join the NRL Profits. Over 70 units of profit in the 2014 season. The service includes quality betting recommendations for rugby league, including the NRL and the Super League. So you get the best of both worlds there. NRL Profits has a special offer to all listeners of the fifth and last NRL podcast. A 10% discount of all the Access All Profits Packages. So visit nrlprofits.com forward slash fifth and last. And that's profits as in P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And uh, fifth and last, that's the word and, not the letter and. So take advantage of that and make a profit with the profits. We'll now move on to the Fast Five and our reviews of the games from the weekend. Jumping straight into our fast five, our highlight, our low light, our best and worst players and teams in question coming out of the round. Uh, highlight, Brock, what do you got? Highlight um, was probably the Panthers. I mean, it really impressed me. Um, there were obviously a, a lot of good games over the weekend, but that was probably my highlight. I, it was probably the first time in this Panthers resurrection we've really seen them going with a score and really put a score on a team. Um, usually they sort of get to a lead and then get run down, similar to what we saw uh, round one. But um, that was my highlight. Also, that just the spectacle that is the South Fair Roosters. Mm. Nothing better. Can't, can't beat a South Fair Roosters. And that, that rivalry, um, you know, it's been the first time since I've been alive that that rivalry has been a competitive rivalry. Well, especially because I was about to touch on, because that's my highlight. We've seen 2013 premieres, the Roosters, 2014 yeah. premieres, the Rabbitohs. They've fought for the minor premiership the last couple of years. They're the two foundation clubs and they're now powerhouses, so it's made it all the more better Yeah, for that game. And, yeah, that was my highlight as well, um, just that game in general. What about your low light? Low light? Um, probably the Parramatta capitulation, just for the fact that I was really looking forward to that game and then they injuries affected it yeah. um, on Friday night. It, nothing against Parramatta. I was just disappointed they lost You know, four or five players and... Uh, it just really took the gas out of that game. Yeah. Um, and the other one was the other Friday night game. I, I honestly, I honestly, uh, I turned it off and just woke up the next morning and thought oh, I'll try again. And it wasn't any easier on mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Definitely uh, not. It was a... I sort of flicked through the paper and um, had a read of it. But yeah, ten two was a real spoiling type of game. Uh, but it was just tough to watch. Yeah. Well, my low light were on similar terms again. Was the Eels. Uh, Red Rara, 8 to 12 weeks, champion gone for the season. Sandow re injured that ankle, so he's 50 50. Morella fought on with that shoulder, but not doing too good. And, uh, you know, Watmau went off with a, with a bad gash in his leg as well, so they've lost five 
a couple are going to be pretty busted up this way. Never. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good to see. What about your best team or player? Best team or player? I'm going to go south. I, I probably haven't yeah, named nice. south. Good comeback win. Um, and then, you know, notable mentions to, obviously, Penrith, who had the 40-0 win. Uh, I thought the Bulldogs, they bounced back well. I, you know, they were under a lot of pressure going into that game. They had a short turnaround. They had all the heat in Penrith. Uh, they had, you know, Des Hazler had sort of strummed up a bit of a, a media storm during the, the week, I guess. Lots. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he copped a little bit for trying to deflect away from the performance of the Bulldogs, but, I, you know, I thought they were good. Um, and then on Monday night, I thought the Tigers were great. So it was sort of hard to split those three, I guess. Yeah, well, mine was South, just because they had to fight back twice from being behind. Uh, I think the halves growing to a whole new level. Kiri in particular, pretty outstanding. And, and their spine just in general, and George Burgess. Uh, Newcastle, the other one, two weeks in a row now. They've gone down, and they've found a way to win games right at the death, too. Like, they were not talking, fighting back with 20 to go and holding on. They've come back literally in the last 10, 15 minutes of both those games and got the, got the job done, so... Rick Stone off to a good start and a good brand of football to watch. I like the way they play their footy. They let the ball move. They give it to their, their two gun centres in Gago and Leilua. And, uh, yeah, they're surely not backing down. And probably individually, Cherry Evans, I have to give a rap, even though he carved Melbourne up. He uh, certainly showed his intentions to finish Especially off. Especially on the back of a tough week. Oh, he's been copping it from everywhere. And he's got a lot of flack that he probably doesn't deserve. People giving it to him just from what they've heard. Uh, he seems pretty genuine when he talks. Oh, yeah, it's hard when you don't know him personally, but... Uh, he's copped a yeah, lot. We've, we've got absolutely no right to judge him as a person. No, 100%. We you don't know, know him. He, he's paid to be a footballer. Mm. Um, he should be judged on his performances as oh, a rugby league player. I've said a million times. When keeps delivering that. Everyone knifes him. I don't knife him because when you've got injuries and you sit down, I've said that last year, if I'm James Tedesco, after three knee injuries in Canberra, offering me an extra $300,000 a year, the club would be as quick to cut you or knife you as you would be to them if you get injured. Mm. So I don't blame these players and nor should anyone for the short span of time they have to maximise their earnings. But I also think uh, family was a big part of it, you know. Like, uh, well, he's going home. Yeah, if, if he was in Queen, if Manly was in Queensland and the Titans were at Manly, he wouldn't have left. I wouldn't care if he's going to the Papua New Guinea Hunters. If the, I'm just saying. If like, the window's 10 years... I think that had a big... And you're one of the, the premium footballers. You deserve to be paid premium dollars. How much How much more do you think he's getting at the Titans of what he would have got at Manly? An extra 450000 is what I'm getting told. A year. They pulled the third parties when Joe Kelly took over. They renegotiated. Like he said, the, the deal was pretty much done. And that's exactly... 450 a year. They were talking around seven seven fifty was going to be coming from Manly. The Titans is closer to 1.2 plus, he has a say, on recruitment. Okay. So... Well, that that's... Well, you're the it's half, so if you want a particular back row... 450 a year, that's or a particular centre. Oh, and we're talking... It's 1.8 over the over the course of And they've also given him the option. So two years he has to stay there for, and it's a four-year deal in total. The other two years are in his favour. So obviously yeah. if he's happy with how things are going, uh, he'll kick on and stay there. If he's not, he has... Or if he's not playing well, he can and, stay and, as well. And I think that's good business on their part. They've had to roll the dice and say, we need to play like this. Instead of just going four years, this money, that's it. Yeah. They've said, you know what? This is what we've got. This is what we want to give you. But we'll even do the option if that makes you feel comfortable. Well, got to make. If you're not happy after two years and things aren't going the way you want it, 
so walk away. That's yeah. that's what we'll do. But we need you to come up here. We're willing to let you have that input. You're a superstar. This is what we're willing to throw down. So mm. you can't blame him. And he, he got the knockback early at Manly. He had to wait behind Hodkinson. Yeah. He bought his time. He pushed his way through. Um, you know, it, like I said, they got a short span of time, and I don't blame him. I couldn't have cared if he went and played for Papua New Guinea Hunters. That's well, what he deserves to. If, he, if someone's willing to pay him that, he deserves to be paid. Mate, I look at the footballers as same way as when I was doing real estate. You are worth what someone's willing to pay. If they're willing to pay a top dollar, well, guess no what? What someone values you. That's what, that's what you get. That's the same way it works with football players. Someone's willing to pay. That's you, know, what you, get. you know, we had a conversation, uh, you know, off air, obviously with Gossip about, you know, I was sort of talking about how many. How many halves around the league have you got that have played more than 50 first-grade games? Well, the thing about there's it... not many. Like, I mean, there's a, like a, a tried and tested. He's an origin player, international. Uh, you know, he's played in a grand final. Well, look at the acceleration he's young. of his development. He's so young. His first year, you know, his first year in was the grand final win, wasn't it? Yeah, I think 2011, so. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Round one against Melbourne, uh, who were the gun side at that time. He, he got a real shake-up week one, and then he's built during the year. He won a comp, kangaroos. State of origin, uh, he's done everything at a very early age, and he's a special talent, so deserves to make special money. Um, that wraps up pretty much all. Oh, worse, sorry, I've almost skipped the worst. I'll make this one very blunt, and we don't really need to go into D cards. Already touched on it. The refs. I'm going to go. Fine. I'm going to go. Uh, and the Titans. The Newcastle tactics on Jonathan Thurston. I didn't like it. Mm. I'm a bit old school. Jeremy Smith. There's a line. School. There's a line there. I thought they pushed that line, um, or stepped over the line. Um, I'm all for. You know, roughing up the players and and you know going that style because you know that's necessary, yeah. especially when you're playing I'm someone who's leaders. I'm not for the dog. I'm not for the dog. I mean, dog, if you looked at if you looked at him after the game, I just back talk. That's yeah, all. I understand that. I, if you looked at him after the game, I just thought, you know, you know what? Like he's an elite player. He he's probably gone past the time in his career where he needs to be bashed up like that. Or like, mm. I mean. It's it's tough. I, I just didn't agree with it. I don't it's agree a with a lot of uh, different reasons for it. I don't agree with the thuggery, but one of the black What I also didn't agree with, I probably felt, I was at the point where I was just like, you know what, Cowboys, one of these forwards needs to just step in and sort this out. Yeah, like, well, I don't care if it's going to cost you, t- I don't care. Jackie White It's just got to that week. point where you've got to, you really need to stand up for your halfback. I think it might have even sparked the Cowboys. They, they look like they needed a spark. Yeah, they needed a anyway. spark, all right. I just, yeah, I thought that someone should have uh, stepped up for him. Yeah. I, I found that. I would have been disappointed if I was thirsty. Well, they've all come out really. and said they will next time, but, yeah, I think uh, I think Gordy Tallis but, but, summed but it but up. But words, like, it's words. Yeah, I know, it's words. Speak with your actions. But I loved it because Gordy Tallis straight away goes, well, Jackie Whiten certainly took out his frustrations <laughs> last week when he thought it was needed. He punched yeah. the crap out of Frankie. And, I mean, the other thing is, like, if you throw a couple and someone throws them back, you're both going anyway. He goes, he, he sorted it out, got ten in the bin, come yeah. on, and they won the game. So Steve Waddell's... <laughs> Words ringing in my ear. Eat first. Eat first. Yeah. Oh, well, question of the week, uh, or questions coming out of the round. Anything, what do you got? Well, the refs, obviously, is the, the one for me. Like, I mean... Burn them all at the state. How do you fix them? Burn them all at the state. Oh, it's tough. And, and I don't think that what Des Hazard did last week really helped. Like, uh, no, I was filthy about that. I was going to say that. Regardless of how good I thought they played again, I think they tender to what happened during the week. I felt early on they jumped on the whistle very heavily for the Bulldogs after Des has his comments. Yeah, I had a, I've had a few texts from Parramatta fans saying about, around about, you know, suggesting that. I, I don't know whether that's true or not or whether that was just the way the game went. I think Bulldogs... I just maybe. don't... I, for me, like, I mean, we've both come through... Um, obviously, I'm obviously in the position I am now, but that didn't just come. We've gone through eight years of junior coaching and you know how tough some of those referees do it on a Sunday morning, Saturday oh, morning. Massively. And some of them 
genuinely or majority of them look like they don't want to be there because they, they're not doing they it. They get cops of flack. And, I mean, for me, I, I totally understand Des is in the elite business and he's... Yeah, they're full-time paid professionals. Exactly, so. but I just there's a, there's a flow-on effect from that onto the junior referees. Yeah, um, and I just think he has to be careful you know, when commenting the on... The Volvi yeah, and I mean, he's making his point on the fact... And it is ridiculous that they can't go in there and comment and vent their frustrations. Uh, well, I, I've got to say one thing. Tony Archer, you're not right about everything, so stop defending everything. Start trying to fix some problems. Because every time he comes out, he's never in the wrong. Or they're never in the wrong. That's my only issue. If you're the there's boss... There's got to be some give and take. You've got to sit there and go, you know what? Like Clearly, that was a mistake or we need to work on something. They're never in the wrong. So yeah. right now... Uh, pull your head in, pretty much. Like, if you're going to come out and keep defending everything they do and saying they're never wrong, you're kidding yourself. Not my fiance. There's 50-50. Yeah, well, different situation for him, but 50-50, there's got to be give and take. And right now, he's absolutely kidding himself. Yeah. He was a good referee, but as a boss, you've been an absolute I haven't, client, I haven't so. seen any comments from Archer, to be honest. Oh, there's been a couple I've looked at him needs to sort himself out. He was a good yeah, ref. Well, you've, got your ear, you've got your ear to the ground more on that stuff than I do. Um, mm. But, yeah, um, I, I honestly haven't seen anything from Archer. My question, and it's probably a bit early, but the New South Wales Origins talk popped up. We're in the best shape we've ever been in a lot of positions yeah, here. Yeah, and I was, was only thinking that today. It's not even fullback. Somebody at work asked me, bloody, randomly for a fantasy oh, a fantasy tip for centres. He goes, well, Dylan Walker play Origin. I go, well, you've got Morris and Walker Jennings, and Jennings and Dugans probably can keep you pushed there again because you then you look Croker. at fullback. Fullback's going to have Tedesco and Hopawadi and the same deal again. They've got Moylan, they've got Morris, they've got Dugan. I said, mate, this is going to have a knock-on effect everywhere. And then there's the wing spots, which have a knock-on effect again, because Morris has one of those spots. Tupa had one of those spots. Mansour plays there. Johnston's playing good football. I said, this is the first time in a couple of years I can honestly look at you. And so, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. and it's for a good reason. It's not the usual regard. They're going yeah. to pick that spastic, you well, know? It's similar to Harps, so I think they've got well, a lot of options in We the can halves. pick Reynolds and Kira. We can pick Hodkinson and Reynolds. We can pick bloody the two Roosters, Harps. and Maloney. Uh, I know it's probably... Yeah. Well, Sowart and Wallace, I mean, they're in good form. They're not going to get picked, nah. but, I mean, they're an option. But we've got players actually playing good football for once, so Blake we do Green. have the option. <laughs> <laughs> He's flogging the Blake Green. Uh, Gun. Um, the other one for me, probably a, to a lesser extent, people to, straight away have been I mean, knife and Slater in this spine. I think we saw in Game 3 last year. I don't remove that spine. Please. Slater plays Where's the game one? Game one's in Queensland, isn't it? Yeah, but they've all gone English has surpassed him. English probably is playing better football, but that spine, you saw mm. it. They lost the first two games and they struggled. Because they didn't have the balance. As soon as they put Thurston back with the big three, GI out wide, Hodges on his edge, do. everything back to Queensland normal. Should, um, they should put Milford to 5'8". Yeah, He's sure. the next lockier. That's right. He's the next lockier. So put him to 5'8". But what I was going to say, uh, mate, Inglis and Hodges are your centres, yeah? Yeah. I, you know what? Because I'm looking at Gagai and I've looked at Chambers the first two weeks and I'm looking at them. I'll tell you what, I think you're both at a point now where Hodges... Who are the, who are the wingers? Oh... You'd probably have them as your wingers. One of them's going to get in. I'd probably have both. Who's, who was the two wingers last year? That's what I'm trying to think. Darius Boyd will probably get picked one. regardless if he gets back healthy. Boyd was one. They reckon he might be back. If not, those two would be straight in for me. I think Chambers was the other wing. Chambers had a great game on the weekend. Steve Maddow is a good player. I'll tell you what, he jumped on the outside of him a lot. He put him on show a He's few got times. the ability, Chambers, of just beating blokes on the outside. There's not he's, many centres in the game now that go in and away and nah, around. He's also because physical. the defences are so structured, but... He's also physical, but Gagai the first two weeks has been ridiculous been as well. Good. Yeah, so yeah. I looked at that and just thought, you know, if Hodges was to get injured or something went awry there, they've got uh, you know a couple of options in their back. Just pick them on the wings. Yeah. Well, that does the fast five for us there. We'll jump straight into the reviews here. 
Uh, started Friday night. The Dogs 32-12 to 12 over the Parramatta Eels. Um, the Eels were tough, but penalties and errors early on, plus those injuries kind of killed it. I'm not going to take anyway, anything away from the Dogs. I said it before and I'll say it again, just from a blunt football point of view. I think Mbaya makes Hodkinson better, and I thought their football looked better with him in there because mm. he's genuinely a half. Reynolds is a manufactured number six who I can understand if you're on his team, he probably is the kind of bloke you want to play with because he's willing to give his all and he's a nutcase and all the rest of it. But I think football-wise, he's not a number six. He was pushed there from a, a hooking position which he played all his junior football. I thought everything just flowed a lot better with him buying him. The ball moved, the forwards like did that. their job, Leisha got out, I thought everyone looked better. I also think that Parramatta lost players. And yeah, I don't think Parramatta were on top. But I also they think the injuries. they exposed the one thing that I said to you last week when watching the game. Manly didn't go out that left side enough where they're having success. The Bulldogs yeah. made a habit of keep going that left-hand side oh, yeah. in attack and right-side defence. So, um, yeah, I think easiest way to sum this up, well, I still think the Dogs would have won. I thought, think it would have been a lot more competitive, but Redrara's knee... Champions injuries, Sandow's ankle, what Mao Maroa. Uh, the injuries definitely played a part, but you can't question the toughness of Parramatta. But the thing is, people don't like they go off the field, but yeah. also interchanges because they're not injuries. I said that to someone at work. They go, oh, "What's that got to do?" I'm like, "You kidding?" They have to burn interchanges because there's not foul play involved. Well, I mean, so it stuffs up everything. Who went off early? Sandow went off early. No, and uh, came back on. What, what now? What now was early? Sorry, too. what moment? Seventeenth, seventeenth minute. I think Sando and what both minute. went off and on. That's and four interchanges. Yeah, straight away. And then and needled him and had to put him back on about ten minutes in. So you burnt one very early there and a half. That's not like a front row. He's gone out. No, well, you two for Sando are ones that you wouldn't have expected to use. Champion at the end ended up costing him a try because he put on his ACL. He couldn't even stand up. Mm. And Rad Rara had to take off on the far side. And you know, same again. Any right, any so. any player that's in number one to seven, you're not thinking you're going to have to take him off. Yeah, got to give massive raps though for the effort of them. I thought Hopewato was brilliant again. He's just rock solid. Yeah, they just they ran out of gas at the end. But as I said, with the interchange problems, that was. Was going to happen. Uh, the other two was Mau and Norman. Norman Mau was sensational. Norman again is making a habit. On, like I said, I know he's probably predominantly left hand side, but he had a hand in just about every try they had. I, I wanted to give him points again this week. Like Unfortunately, the, we didn't. But Brett Morris, he's looking better at fullback yeah, as a ball good. runner. He's a threat around the ruck. He was good. I'll tell you what he's done really, the first two weeks. Everyone's just bashing James Graham, eh? Yeah, why? I would think they've all just figured out don't give him time or don't let him take numbers. To oh, the you mean they're all just charging him. They're all just charging him now. They're not letting him get uh, any options with the football. They're all just hitting him. I like it. It's good. Well, yeah. I mean, because their style was so effective in the finals, people would have studied it. And mind you, though, I'll give him a rap. He's persisted two weeks in a row now. He's given the final pass at a similar stage in the game for two tries. He dropped that inside pass for Morris and he dropped the inside ball the week before for Brown. Yeah. So he's persisting, but there's a bit of frustration from Ed Sheeran. He's getting up, blowing up, because blokes are just running up in threes, going nuts. No ball playing going on here. Bang. Got that red knuckle. It's been tops. Big fan. Uh, the other Friday night game, we won't give this much as... Uh, oh, sorry. The Dogs this week. Uh, away to Manly. Blockbuster at Brookvale. Should be a great game of football. Desi against the Eagles. Always a good time. Angry Jeff. Hopefully he comes out. Parramatta, tough road trip. They have to head over to New Zealand there on Saturday. Uh, I think it might be a step too far, especially with the changes, but we'll have to wait and see. This game we're not going to give much credence to because it was one of the worst games of football we've ever seen. Cronulla, two, lost to the Broncos, 10. Uh, just a low game, a lot of errors, uh, not much creativity. Both pair of halves I thought were, were pretty ordinary. I, I will give some credit uh, to Jordan Carhill. I was very happy to see him have a much better game and... Yeah. Uh, other than that, Andrew McCulloch, 61 tackles, absolute walk, uh, workhorse, Maguire, and Paul Gallen. Paul Gallen and Fafita did what they usually do. Punched out absolutely ridiculous numbers, but 
What else do you say other than that? They got a try off an error. Oh, I just can't score. As you said, they roll through the middle fairly easily, but yeah. Um, and then Brisbane just eventually they were going to get points. Halves and spines a bit lacking. I think they need to open things up. I think Val. They've said that before. Gordon can't pass. Val's another one of these modern fullbacks who's got the passing ability and a bit more speed. I think they need to try and open things up and get a bit of help from the back. Because I tell you what, their outside backs aren't that bad. And Ricky Latelli, whenever he gets good ball, looks good. Yeah, um, he's a really good player. Why Graham's edge? That's what the one he's on. They look good every time they go there. But they just need a little bit more going on with their attack. And Brisbane, Christ, they've got some stuff to sort out. But they scored off a dirty error, and the other one was off like a sloppy offload that got knocked out. So their attack definitely needs some work too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I only give up probably to Latelli, Gallon, for feeder, And on the other side of things, uh, McCulloch, Workhorse, Maguire, Workhorse. Not too much positives. Don't want to touch on that one too much. But the Broncos, they've got to keep working on things. They play the Cowboys this week. Uh, I think this will bring the Cowboys to life. This is usually one of those games, again, regardless of how they're going, you always get a blockbuster for the Queensland Derby. And the Cronulla Sharks, they've got to go to Melbourne. So a tough ask, but I think Melbourne will be seething a little bit after the way they lost last week. So uh, it doesn't get much easier for the Sharkies. But Saturday, the Penny Panthers, 40-0 over the Titans. Again, uh, one of these games, pretty hard uh, to go into a great amount of depth. But first half, 8-0. You feel the Titans were robbed of two tries, though, don't you? Off uh, The offside call on Anthony Don. I thought that one... I thought was I thought the other one... Was a 50-50. I wasn't the obstruction, really I'm, I'm okay with 50-50 like you said, but the offside one I don't get. To me, it No, fine. it was a no-brainer. It, it was a try. Fine. And, um, you know, that, that, can that hurt them? I was saying on the radio, I'm sure it does dent your confidence, but that is no excuse. Oh, it, has an effect on, it has an effect on the momentum of the game at that it's point in time. Six tries. No excuse for 40 points. Or whatever. No excuse for 40 uh, Even Penrith. Penrith should be pretty disappointed in general, and I think Ivan was with all the errors and how sloppy they were, but it showed once they clicked into gear. Uh, how dominant they can be. Moylan ran a mark. Plenty of uh, last passes for tries. Idris busted up a hat-trick. Farah, Soward, uh, Manu, everybody looked good. Cartwright yeah. only got a little bit of time, was, was really good. They just carved them to pieces. Louis Brown. Um, the Titans need troops, simple as that, and they're going to get them back this week. We all know that. Greg Bird, Falloon, Taylor, just a, a few more NRL quality and rep-level heads to come in there and uh, hopefully drag them a bit closer to a win. Because week one we saw... The effort, they just needed a few little touches of class or a bit more of a cool head about it. Yeah. So uh, interesting to see this week with Newcastle coming up there. Uh, I think they'll be pretty fired up. Uh, this would not surprise me if this was a boil over. But I'm um, looking forward to watching that game just to see their response. And Penrith against the Roosters, absolutely salivating at the thought of it. Um, no soured, but I do rate John. And like I said, they, they went far last year, missing a lot of players and having Will Smith in there. So I don't que- uh, question... The Penrith system, I don't think they're going to be looking for any sympathy. And on the flip side, uh, they're missing a playmaker, but I think the Roosters, number nine, who's missing, is still a huge part regardless of how good their side is and makes them tick over. So uh, one one apiece as far as I'm concerned, mm. as far as playmakers missing. But Saturday, Manly 24-22 over Melbourne. Um, you know, started off as you'd expect. They were digging into each other, six all. And then I think the Tonema PM was... Uh, Bit of a momentum swing. They don't check that try. It pretty clearly looked like it was all Chase Blair. They go next set, the other end of the field. Stewart scores off a great work by Daly Cherry Evans. Cherry Evans straight after that puts that cracker grubber kick back across the face for Leary, who's a very good player. And then Stewart grabs another one off Daly Cherry Evans, getting Simons in the clear. So before you know it, uh, Melbourne's heads go down. It was just that little period in the game, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was 24-6 at half time. And... They come out, they respond straight away. Glasby crashes over, no try, so there's two. 
then Greeny grabs a double. Chambers gets that, that good try. They fight their way back, and Smith shouldn't have missed that goal. Dead set. That was awful. But uh, at the end of the day, from my point of view, I'm, I'm pretty happy that they were able to fight back. But I think those two calls really killed that game. Yeah, I did. think if... Um, that that toast trot, that eighteen point turnaround really really hurt. I thought we could have had a really good contest. I still think it was, and um, I have to give some credit, like we said, Cherry Evans, to bounce back like that. And I really did enjoy that moment at the end where Jeff Tuvey got on the field and fired up. It made me feel like power. Yeah, good. I wanted to power on me flat screen. Yeah, that reminded me of C grade in the room before a game. I just wanted to swear at someone. Excellent. There was no one here to swear at that, so I looked at myself in the mirror <laughs> and uh, thought about where I'm going with my life. So mm. good times. But Melbourne, like we just said before, they're at home. Against the Cronulla Sharks, uh, I like their chances there. What do you reckon? Do you think Melbourne shape up this week? Well, they should. Yeah, they're gonna. There'll be a bounce back, knock on factor from that performance. Yeah. Um, they'll well, they'll we, circle. We generally have big games with them. Bellamy will be cranky. Yeah, because Cronulla will just strangle. We fight Melbourne. each other. We love fighting each other. Uh, but I, I'm just. I think uh, Melbourne's attack is building. I mm. don't think you saw good signs out of Green. Thought Slater probably had a better game. Smith, you know, they're just going to get better. You know, he's been really cool. I know he's had no preseason again either, but I think Cronk the first two weeks is usually the one who always starts off yeah. uh, probably better than the other two. I think he's been pretty ordinary, to be honest. Even his kicking game hasn't really impressed me the first two weeks. I think he's trying to trying to give Green some rain. Yeah. Um, because oh, I think it moments. might be a short-term, uh, you know, it might have problems short-term, but in the long-term, I think you'll see better cohesion between the Haas just because they're going to give that responsibility to Green now. Once they sort of build some trust and combination, you'll see them calling for the ball. Well, I think two More at things, the moment, I just think they're getting 50-50 of the ball. Two things I will give to Blake Green, which a lot of halves haven't done. He had the ability to play straight and show a decent shape there, which allowed him to crash in for both those tries. They paid him respect because uh, he held things together no, properly and, like and showed that he was a threat. I so, like him. He's a good player. Uh, two, two tries against Manly, that's no fluke. And uh, hopefully he keeps saying that. Going forward, Manly, they've got the Dogs this week, another blockbuster game. The the draw to start the year off has been really, really good. Pretty disappointing with the crowds, but hey, what are you going to do? Free to air TV. It's uh, it's an absolute gem to be able to sit at home and watch all the footy. But Saturday finished off the Cowboys. Disappointing loss, 14-16 to Newcastle. The first half just belonged to them. JT was running a masterclass with Michael Morgan. They were running wild. Uh, I thought Ethan Lowe was great. Gavin Cooper getting plenty of football. They were rolling. Um, second half, one of those games that we say, Taylor two halves, they just flipped it again. They were resilient. Uh, they rolled forward. Their outside backs, as always, Leilua, Gagai, Uate, uh, even Cade Snowden. Cade Snowden showed the form that got him a Kangaroos jersey and a New South Wales jersey. Mm. He got that evil left-hand fend out that we both know about pretty well. Yeah. Started throwing blokes I've, on the floor. I've worn it on my face before. Well, I'll tell you what, four or five blokes wore it in just one carry. Mm. He stuck it out. It was like a mechanical arm just launching. Yeah. Um, the only place we used to try and duck him was around his bootlaces. Yeah. Mullen Roberts looking good early on too. And I just love the way they're playing their football. They're yeah. playing a pretty loose brand. Uh, it was always going to happen under Rick Stone. He just seems to get the best out of them. I just like the fact he takes the reins off though. I said that last year. When things finished up and Wayne looked like he was leaving, with that talent in the back line, they should let it sink. Let him go, yeah. They've got way too much fly power. They sort of seem to have found the balance here before that. And we thought, oh, here we go. Wayne's finally cracked the nut. And then... I think last year's a write-off just in everything. everything. McKinnon, yeah. and obviously he just decided not, not to not to want to stay, Wayne, and went back to Brisbane. And I'd say what's good, it compensates for the fact they have an ageing pack and not such a... Like, I think Rocco is probably the best one there, mobility-wise and skill-wise, but, you know, Scott's just a tough old battler. Smith's a tough old battler. Houston, uh, Far Longo, these kind of guys. Stockwell's pretty mobile and young, but they don't have a big pack. 
So playing this fast, upbeat brand of football and getting to the edges and giving good footy uh, to those gun outside backs is paying off for them. It's getting them quick play of the balls. They're not getting caught in the middle of the ruck there, getting beaten up in a, in a, in a forwards game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that was a really great win. I'm fairly impressed. And, and the Cowboys, on the other hand, uh, they've already taken to the halves with a knife. They've butchered Robert Louis. He's out this week. Morgan's moving back to his traditional position, which surrises me a lot because I love him at fullback. And uh, they're rolling the dice on Lachlan Coote, who's had a couple of season-ending injuries. So interesting yeah. to see how that works out. You know what? I really thought that Coote's best games I've seen him play were the few that he played at Penrith in the six. Mm. Running the football suits him compared to ball playing. I don't think he's a great ball player. Yeah, Six kind of suited, had a long so. time out of the game. Um, if this didn't work straight away and they didn't want to bring Louis back, I'd flip the roles. I'd like to see him play six and Morgan start fullback. Yeah. Now, that was what I was thinking before he did his knee last year in the nines. But um, This week against big brother, Brisbane Broncos, always great game. Surely they'll wake up for this one. And Newcastle, the tough task of facing those Titans at home with those players back. You reckon a, a big crowd in the house? For that occasion, oh, I don't know. That's it. Think fifty-fifty, like you said before. People. You're not yeah. too sure what the what the response is going to be all around. Oh yeah, well, both from the. I didn't think of it from a fan's perspective. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of each way. I, mean, I don't, I don't really have an issue with it. I'm more, I just more want to see them get to the bottom of the case, either charge them or not, and then we'll judge them based on that. Yeah. Well, Sunday. The longer, sorry, the longer it um, drags on, the worse it is. The more, more speculation, and you're sort of judging them based on. Well, you've got you're nothing not, yet. We're, we're cracking, yeah. We crack a few jokes here and there and whatnot, but like I said... Uh, oh, everyone is, you know. Innocent until proven guilty, we don't know. Oh, but mud sticks as well, so oh, there's going to be some, gonna, this, gonna gonna be be some residue of this. They're always going to be tired, regardless, um, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll have to see what the outcome is. Sunday, absolute cracker of a game. South 34, the Roosters 26, what a game. Um, up 12-0, rolling, look their dominant side. Next thing you know... Uh, oh, sorry, that Kiri yeah, well, try. Ebden flowed, didn't it, this game? Well, that Kiri try to start things off was a ripper. Oh, I was super impressed. That was a lovely play. Pull yeah. the ruck apart there. Um, and then, yeah, the next thing you the know... English Johnson try was just, a cracker. Oh, next one up. That was an absolute great one. What about the burners on that kid? Good luck. I'll tell you what, what a chase from Sam Moore. He almost got him. Give him a rap there. And uh, I forgot who was... This. I think it was Maloney or Pierce, you know, after it was that. both of them. To make sure he did both score them. under the post. Pierce chased him up the field and Maloney came across. I always like that effort across. to make sure... Because uh, those kicks could, you know... Yeah, I if, took notice of that If Sean well. Kenny Dow doesn't drop that ball and they score that try, making someone kick from a little bit wider, even though Reynolds is a sharpshooter... Uh, yeah, yeah, they win the game. It all adds up in That's the That's a game of so. yeah. Yeah, but after those two... Tupo gets in off the quick set of hands. Like I said, Joe Reddy just forgot he was a first grader, let that bomb bounce. Oh, it's just a rookie. Um, Tupo and Jennings tore him apart then, and then the drop in front of Michael Jennings, that's the last person you want to get. How quick did he react? Man, was like bang gone. stealing a loaf of bread and out the door, he was gone. Bang on. And he got the left-hand friend out instantly and gave one to Joel Reddy. I was pretty happy about that again. It's like, yeah, uh, put the salt in the wounds, Joe. Yes. Uh, uh. Oh, I know all of us banned, but I tell you what, remember the Malcolm McGuire would be sitting upstairs just counting the days until he gets all of our back so he can punch Joel already dead set. Oh. He'd be absolutely rubbing his hands together saying, Christ, we need to get rid of you. you got a lot. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. You're firing, Bob. Um, yeah, it was 16-12 half time, back and forth. Second half, Napa and Evans off the bench and Tokiaho. What, what an impact. Tokyo was good. I like Tokyo. Mm. I remember him being a gun at the Warriors. He disappeared for a year there playing Cup, but Evans and Napa, what about those two? Napa was good. I, I watched him kill it together in the 20s. Evans was good. And That's the first game I've, I've, I've watched Evans. I told you it was coming. You don't look like a boy. No. You look like, like a man. He had the 
he was the leader when they were down there, but he's had the injuries the last two years. Now he's played some first grade, mm. and now he's healthy. They both look like the two dudes I watched just kill it in the 20s. Yeah, he, and they he, played New South Wales and Queensland like 20s. Man. He just looked like a big a big boy. Yeah. Now he looks like a man. They, you know, and he's, he's got that... Yeah, give him another six months. And yeah, September or even next year. For me too. He's going to be intimidating. They've got that bond too. They were the front rows together. They yeah. come off the bench. It's almost like... And then you've got crazy man. We've got... Moa, who's been unbelievable, and you've got oh. Warrior Hargreaves. They've got, they've got the best front row New Zealand pairing, and then you get the two kids, yeah. the, the junior reps that play together, yeah. that come on and get nuts. And it's so. a no-brainer. You know, they say you've got to have a good forward pack. A good, well, you've got to have four good front rowers, which is they've got a true New South set. Wales and Queensland and, and Kangaroo back rowers. Look at South. They've got a good front row rotation and good halves. Uh, that's what wins your comps. Like yeah. a good spine. And like you said, and the, I mean, roosters, the Roosters have got, have got Jake Friend to come back in. Rep players, rep nine, basically. Yeah. Rep fullback. And everyone, you know, the, the talk during the week, the paper talk about them being the two standouts already is true. It they, is they 100% are, true. They are, they are the two standouts. Roster-wise, top tail. Um, I, I, and I, I then I'd, I'd probably just put I'd put Penrith behind them, and then I, I don't really Penrith know. Penrith and the Bulldogs, to me, are behind them. Roster Bulldogs, and yeah, talent I, still think, I think Penrith are on a, on a tier by himself, just just for the fact that they've probably been more consistent than the Bulldogs. Mm. Um but I, I think South and the Roosters at the moment are just clearly streaks yeah. ahead. Well, you've got to give South a wrap. Second half, they come back twice. George Burgess was epic. Um, you know, the, the reply with Reynolds coming on and breaking that Warrior Hargraves tackle, Keery's effort to bust through and give Johnson that try, and it was iced by Luke at the end. They love winning. Uh, Gus Good summed it up pretty much like the early Melbourne days after that 2006. They just... They know how to win. Yep. And do. then that feeling right now, there's nothing else that matters or there's nothing else that feels right but winning. Yep. They found a way again. Uh, all the silverware and just in general, they don't they don't want to go home with that sick feeling in their stomach. So uh, it's hard to get rid of, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it plays out during the year. I still think they're a couple of weeks ahead with the way their pre-seasons work, but um, they, they get a pretty good test this week. Like we said, last year, this corresponding game, they lost to the Tigers. They're playing them. I think they have easier opponents, but I've been pretty impressed, and particularly Tedesco last night. The Roosters versus the Panthers, the Old East versus West. This should be a cracker game of football as well, so looking forward to both of those. Sunday, the Canberra Raiders, they lost at home to the Warriors, 18-6. I actually thought this was a decent game of football. Yeah, I did too. The first half, I was right into it. They were letting the ball move. They were getting into each other. It was physical. It was fast. uh, Good brand of footy. I'm still... Still think there's a little bit of development. I've liked Canberra's spine. I think Cornish and Austin are, are working things out, particularly Austin. He had a great game. Yeah. Uh, Whiten chipping in, Hodgson solid. I, I, I do like the spine. The spine so far has, has impressed me. And Soliola's come back, played well. Frank Paul, um, I thought they all chipped in. Jared Croker had a bit of a Barry Crocker. He had a bad night. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, New Zealand Warriors, six all at half time. And, those two errors. Paul Warney drops it off the kickoff. They drop the that, ball. That killed him a little Hoffman bit, right? grabs that bomb. Allah getting up there like thinking he's a fullback. That was great. And he even chucked in a tumble, tumble tuck roll. I was happy about that. The old Hoff. <laughs> Consistent as they come, but uh, that sunk him. Before you know it, it was 18-6. The rest of the game was physical. Bit of feeling. The errors kind of creeped in. Uh, Raiders had their chance late, but no dice. I, I think that's still a little bit more they've got to sort out between the halves pairing. Uh, but Madalino... Sam Tompkins made a huge difference there. Ryan Hoffman, Simon Mannering, how about those two? You couldn't have two more reliable forwards than you saw it. Ridiculous. I, that's, honestly, that's the reason I put him in my and eight. And I'll tell you what. I put him in my eight because I thought... Simon Mannering, oh, Ryan Hoffman. I'll tell you and what, though. Edge, good edge back rolls. Ben Manolino, week one and two, you watch it. That bloke plays on another level. 
he stands there and tackles a four blokes around with the board. It's like, all right. He's, um, he reminds me, he's sort of gone to the next level same time that Aaron Woods did. Mm. Sort of like those two are the ones for me now that I go, a couple of years ago I wasn't really sold on you, but now like you're an elite player. Yeah, and Madalena, like I said, he just even, does it week in, even last week, week, week when things were week not going in, good. Week out. He stopped and tackles, just turn around with four blokes and goes, hey, I'm pushing up, so yeah. I can offload now. Uh, yeah, the ball is like, no. Actually, no one is. You're yeah. not pushing up? Well, all right, I'll just play the footy. They're not, they're not even putting him on the ground, though. Yeah, I know. He's just like, this is just my game. I'm, I'm in control. And that's absolutely Everyone golf as an NRL coach. Oh, brilliant. Get four blokes in and play the ball quick or offload. Yeah. Oh, that's licensed to score points. Well, no, no Whiten, but Rapana goes back there this week. Kennedy pushes out to the centre spot. So with what happened Hawkins to Whiten? What's his injury? Uh, he's got a couple of weeks off with a wrist or something, I think it was. He was building some momentum there. Kennedy playing in the centres, I don't have a problem with that. He's strong all around, more of a defensively, defensively but he does run a nice hole in that as well. So yeah. Papali moves back to the back row, a bit of a shuffle. But um, I think they'll be solid at home against the Dragons. I think they've got a real good chance. And uh, the Dragons have been awful. So um, the Warriors, first home game, I think this will be a win against the, a weakened deal side. And even if Sandow and Watmau play, they're still injured. Yeah. So you're taking a weakened side over there for their first home game. You, d- you expect big things of the Warriors. So. Um, we finished the round off with the Tigers versus the Dragons. I must admit, Dragons were absolutely terrible. The first half, I was really impressed with the Tigers, but I thought the second half, why they still played good, they need to learn when to let a play die. They just wanted to score off everything. They were they were murdering them, yeah. but they didn't know when to put the football away. They was, yeah, I agree. They, they, they literally didn't score again yeah. for that reason. It was just a dead... And then they kicked a goal right at the end there, which just kind of let me know. I'm like, wow. You've yeah. just killed them for half an hour, but with all those areas, you're like, no, we'll just take the two. So, um, yeah, I, I can't believe they're, that. They're only going to get better. They'll get better and oh, better every week. 100%. And those young kids, especially the forward pack, Woods was awesome. Uh, Suasso, Sue. I see it this weekend. Oh, like I said to you, I, I did the New South Wales Cup game in the weekend. Lamale Lavave, a kid who's still eligible to play the 20s, who I love. He's been named 18th man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's under an injury cloud but or what's going on there, but he had a great game in the weekend. He's a beast for a 19-year-old. Yeah. Quite scary. Cracker. They have a very scary backup. That The forward depth they've built from their 20s the last couple of years is ridiculous. <laughs> the, the kids I watched on the weekend could go play NRL. At at least half the clubs right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, there, there is a good lot in first grade, but seriously, in in the forward stocks in particular, there is a scary batch of kids at the Tigers. And I tell you what, in the car park, I'm glad I don't play anymore. There's no way I'm a forward. Right. Someone told me I was a front rower in that car park. I was a halfback or a winger or something. There's no way I'd play. It's funny how the game's evolved over the last. 10 it's only years. been a couple of years since I've stopped. But they, the kids, man, seriously, I walked past Lee Lavave. Uh, I'm trying to think of the bloody other one's name now. Two or three of them have slipped me to mind here. Oh, Asapelli Finney, Celesi Fanaki, they've only just graduated yeah. from the 20s. Oh, I dead set. I was scared for my life. I thought I was going to get eaten. No, they're huge. Uh, I'm a winger in comparison. They, they, they've got some huge kids that are ready and waiting. So that, that should be a great game this week. Uh, but them and South will be a blockbuster. The Dragons, they were blunt in attack. They had errors. Their forward pack, besides Cooper and Marin, I thought they were awful. Woodot and Benji, uh, not much to work with. They're missing Dugan. I feel sorry for Rain. I feel sorry for Thompson. And to be honest, I don't really think McGregor's a great coach. Uh, I know it's pretty early or hard to judge, but I, I don't see he too much. He doesn't really have a lot to work with there. Um, I still don't see much of a plan, though, or anything considering. I, I don't think he's got... I think he, he acknowledged that they need to change their attack. Um, he's changed it two weeks in a row, though, already. Yeah. He's already made that. Like That's the kind of thing that a decent coach puts his system in and he believes in it and he persists with it and you fix things. But you can't just go from week to week drawing things up and going, oh, we're changing this now. I was probably more concerned after round one because they had 
they had a fair bit of the ball. Mm. Um, and no, they had the opposite last night. They played too much. Yeah, they, they and they made a lot of errors and they sort of put pressure on themselves. But I thought first week the concerning thing for me was the amount of ball they had and the lack of points they were able to post. Yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, I don't know. It's only round two. Yeah, they're only going to get better, but it definitely doesn't look good. It's just it's, it's, it's also just such a difficult competition because. But the money score points. You've got to be able to score points. The salary cap hurts. You've got to be able to pressure. You know, obviously with your attack, but also scoreboard pressure. Because I don't think their defence is that bad. Like their defence prior to last night. Yeah, Melbourne game though, right? Um, Melbourne didn't throw much at them, to be honest. Well, they they hadn't conceded many. You know, I, I, there were some stats flying around. Like their defence was almost the best in the league for the start of the year. Yeah. Based on the game in England and the Charity Shield and whatever, they don't, they only conceded something like four tries in three games or something like that. Mm. Um, obviously, last night it went out the window because the Tigers, I think they posted five tries. They could have easily posted oh, mate, five It more. should have been a 50-point drumming if they would have just settled down the second half. Yeah. But, uh, really good to see Tedesco in particular with Brooks on that left edge. They were really dangerous. Paddy Richards, uh, the beneficiary again, Tim Simona. That left-hand side was quite brutal. Moses still learning how to play six a little bit. Uh, the right side not as dominant, but that left-hand side looked really good for the Tigers. Yep, and Marty Tapia by getting KO'd by Rui Bryan. I uh, saw some blabs about that. Seriously, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to shuffle while he runs? Yeah. Tapia got down right down. What do you want him to do with his legs? <laughs> he changed direction last minute. He's copped him in the noggin. Uh, it looked bad, but honestly, look, you run, you've got to lift your legs to run. I, I, thought, he, I thought he raised a knee. I don't think he did. I thought he changed I thought direction. He did. I, but I, I don't know. It's a hard one. I was a bit flabbergasted. How you, what do you want to do to run? You have to shuffle like a penguin or something, do you? Yeah. I'd... So, yeah, that's my opinion. But uh, St. George, a lot of work to do. They broke the hoodoo last year, but I think it's going to start again. I think they're going to build up a nice little tally again it's against the It's going to be Dragons. difficult when they're, um, they're just struggling to post points. But, I mean, Canberra, Canberra have looked more likely in attack, but losing White, and he's been a key man for them. So, yeah. I think this is a flip of the coin game. Yeah, I'm still going to back Canberra at home. And uh, yeah, the Tigers and South, looking forward to seeing how this one goes. South have had uh, two good showdowns first up. Tigers building nicely, but this is a real test now after those first two games. They'll get a real impression of uh, where they're going to be this season. But uh, we've done our fast five. We had Gossip on. I gave you the odds from WilliamHill.com. Um, you know, I told you about the NRL Profits. Make sure you check them out there. They might be able to give you some tips if you register there with that special all-access package to help you use those odds from WilliamHill.com to your advantage. Um, reviews, fast five odds, tips, everything's done. Round three coming up. Get excited for the football guys. And uh, everybody, I'm pretty sure now, has finally made the move to Audio Boom. The numbers have jumped up. I think we've all got the message that uh, Podomatic is now shut down. So in the next couple of weeks... That will be closed, audioboom.com. It is the home of the fifth and last NRL podcast. But for now, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where are you, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.